Kale & Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Thursday morning of Kale & Company. Nick Kale, Dawn Stenzlin, Greg Stocker, Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. Dawn's Big Three in about 10 minutes. Morning Mystery Movie Clip at 9.20. Part 2 of the cut sheet coming up in just about a half hour. So a couple of stories we'll get to, really all of which are media-related here over the next 10 minutes and uh, right after that as well. Uh, we got to get to Joe Rogan and CNN, but this I would classify actually now as a media battle because Riley Gaines is kind of officially in the media doing some stuff with OutKick. Uh, not only is she a great athlete or was a great athlete at Kentucky and a speaker and an advocate for women's rights, but um, I do believe she's now a, a paid employee at OutKick and Fox. So um, so this would qualify as a media battle, uh, a little spill, a little uh, dust-up again between a deranged old man who once was funny, was entertaining, was on ESPN, was good friends with Tony Bruno, and uh, now he's just a bitter old man in his high-rise in Manhattan overlooking Central Park, picking fights with females. Um, And Keith Olbermann and Riley Gaines have gone at it probably two or three different times in the past. Uh, But this is their latest dust-up that's going on. uh, As Keith Olbermann decides to, and from what I gather here, and I have no idea why he's even actually going after Riley Gaines because Keith Olbermann on Twitter yesterday uh, was posting something about an election poll with Joe Biden and Donald Trump and RFK Jr. And the polling, and I'm not sure which source this was, but it had Biden up one point on Trump, 40 to 39 percent, with Kennedy trailing at 12 percent. And then Keith Olbermann responds to what I'm gathering is it looks like from the way I interpret this, he somebody tweeted him about the poll that he posted. A guy named Brent Buchanan, um, he says he's got a, he's some sort of pollster, and Riley Ga- and Elberman responds with P.S. at Riley underscore Gaines manufactured a controversy over a non-existent issue to cover up her swimming mediocrity, even for the SEC. He says in. Uh, in, in brackets, and a raging transphobe. I originally wrote homophobe by mistake. My apology. So I don't even understand what that has to do with Riley Gaines, but he tagged her in the tweet to which Riley Gaines fires back and says, hopping on this early just so I can see an accurate ratio. Get a grip, Keith. Do I need to bring this video back? And he she posts the video of her holding her awards from the SEC. Now, if you paid attention to what her accolades are, she's a highly decorated swimmer in the SEC who, if it wasn't for Leah Thomas, probably wins a national championship in 2022. Um, so once again, Keith Olbermann, uneducated, triggered, unhinged, and completely off base as she was first-team All-SEC and ended up on the podium at the National Championships. So Riley Gaines takes care of her, of him, yet again. Which And, Dawn, you make a great point, because if this was a retired Republican conservative talk show host who was relegated to his apartment, spending his day on Twitter all day long, and he came after any female, much less somebody in the LGBT community, a minority, 
Uh, anybody that you know is in the Biden administration camp that falls under the umbrella of diversity, equity, and inclusion. I mean, you can't cancel somebody that doesn't have a job. So I don't know that Keith Olbermann can be canceled because nobody will employ him anyway. But you, you're spot on. Flip the roles around, flip the parties around, wow. and flip who's the attacker and the attackee, uh, and you would absolutely uh, have a cause for people to lose their minds. Yeah, what a jerk. I know. You know. She's a champion. She's an American athletic champion. And and he questions that. And, uh, you know, good for her for handling it the way she has. But he's just an icky guy who's nasty. And if he were wearing a red MAGA hat, if he were a conservative and or a Republican, he would be blasted on every. And you'd see it on the so-called mainstream media. Mm-hmm. You'd see it on uh, Kristen Welker's show, who unfortunately uh, governor former governor christie called kirsten repeatedly which i didn't understand oh that. i didn't even did you notice up? that no, I did not. by the way i forgot to say that earlier wow i did not pick up on that no but. okay yeah no you're right and here's the thing that bothers me the most about this is riley Gaines didn't want any of this she didn't go out and seek this attention this wasn't like her life's mission remember when we had her on the show she wanted to be, I think, a, a dentist. dentist. Yeah. She was going to go to dental school after her collegiate swimming career was over. She graduates from Kentucky, so she'll have her degree, and she wanted to go into into that profession. And maybe she could actually fix fix my crown and my cap and my tooth right now. That's bothering me. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Then anyway, it's a different battle. Um, so you know, she wanted to do all of this. She was denied, um, you know, what she believes was, and I believe as well, and I think most normal adults believe as well. She was denied her opportunity to be a national champion in college athletics because Leah Thomas all of a sudden says, you know what, I don't want to swim with the boys anymore. I want to swim against the girls, which is outrageous. And then she gets denied that. And then she speaks up about it. And this, you know, she's kind of the poster child for this. So now she's used this as a, you know, like a launching pad for her own career. She's clearly in demand. I, I think she's probably going to make a, a nice living doing media. I think she does a show for Outkick. It's called Gains for Girls. And it goes beyond just, I think she talks about stuff other than just this trans invasion of female sports. So she's probably going to end up having a, a pretty successful media career, um, which maybe is the blessing in disguise. But, you know, there's other females out there. The other females at Penn that were told, don't say a word, don't speak up about it. And we're basically told to shut up or there's going to be repercussions. Um, you know, and we've talked about this being one of the issues that Republicans can bring to the table come election season. Um, and maybe there's a ceiling on this. Maybe this is such an obvious no-brainer that it's not going to determine the outcome of elections. And I don't even know really where you would slot the protection of female athletics in, you know, to your, you know, your, your curriculum, so to speak, of what you're trying to advocate for as a politician. I would think it matters, but I, I don't think you ever build a campaign around it. But I think this resonates, and we gave you that Washington uh, Post and the NBC Gallup poll. 72% of Americans do not believe that biological men should be able to compete against females in athletics. And Riley Gaines made a lot of headlines over the weekend when she posted a video that probably would have gone under the radar unless some people with massive followings on social media shared it. There was a field hockey match over the weekend where a biological male was competing against females and the video is a little hard to see but he absolutely levels 
the female, I think, and he either knocks her out cold and gives her a concussion or maybe busted up some of her face. I, I don't know the specifics, but it was shared. And then somebody else, um, I think it was Greg Price on Twitter, did some research and found out who the biological male is. And there's actually a picture of him, I guess, before one of the games where three or four females are kind of holding him up as he lays across their arms while they stand. And you get to see just how massive this dude is. Now, in the picture, it looks like the females are pretty receptive to the fact there's a biological male on their team. So, But I don't know the dynamics of the locker room or what they, how they really feel. But you see the picture of the guy, and it's just like you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. If you're 6'1", 180 pounds, and you're playing against girls that are 5'3", 135, I mean, you could do some serious physical damage uh, if you have any physical contact with these females, which is why we created a separation of sports between men and females. So um, figured we would get into that, and then we can get into these other two media stories on the other side of the big three in the movie clip. Uh, Joe Rogan, who, again, and I've said, like, you know, I get the success, and I, I know he's popular. Um, I don't know the the attraction to what he does, why it's so popular, but... Uh, his contract with Spotify is up, so we're going to get into that story as well as the CNN anchors that host the New Year's Eve uh, bash on CNN are now advocating that the alcohol ban should be lifted so they can drink on the job. We'll get to that story, but right now let's get to more pertinent stories. Don Stenzlin with the Big Three at nine fifteen. It's the Big Three at nine on Kale and Company. Yeah, Big Three at nine, and this fits right in with what you've been reporting on. Because did you know Joe Biden, he, him, yes, the Biden administration and uh, their their HHS department is now imposing a transgender pronoun mandate on all employees who will now be forced to deny many, what many advocates say, deny biological realities. And you could be fired if you don't abide by their gender pronoun policy. So you, you wait, so you need to give pronouns? Give and and say the pronouns of the others that use them. And if you don't, you could be fired. <laughs> so um, this goes back to all of our TikTok videos where people that get bothered because they get misgendered and people didn't address them by their proper pronouns, which I've had the conversation on the show. Like, I, I just can't I don't I can't picture how that scenario goes where those conversations are had where you don't use them properly, or maybe you don't know that you have to use them. Uh, but good luck enforcing that. Now, are they making everybody have to give pronouns, or just those that decide to use them, they need to be addressed that way? Yeah, I'll have to look. That's a great question. Because I'll be damned the day anybody tells me I have to use pronouns. That's the day I walk out. Any place. Uh, she, her. No, I'm just teasing you. Totally teasing yeah, my you. My pronouns would be F you. <sighs> So, uh, and by the way, I believe this is in part with the help of our former health czar here in Pennsylvania, one Dr. Rachel Levine. So um, just just to tie in a former uh, Pennsylvania official involved in helping with this policy. But uh, there are many speaking out about this, saying that this violates employees' rights. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, they're saying that this imposition of, you know, the transgender pronoun, it's a mandate on the employees. Oh, great. More mandates from the Biden administration. And so they're saying this could be a First Amendment face-off because the First Amendment would protect 
federal employees if if you don't want to engage in all of that stuff, but you mm-hmm. don't say somebody's pronoun, I guess, at by omission. That's the there are many employees saying, "What is mm-hmm. it by omission? Is it if you accidentally or you do call somebody uh, he and it's a she, yeah. and this is a she? Mm-hmm. Uh, what a tangled web this opens up." I, I have some audio, and I think it's a little bit long, so we can maybe do it after the clip. But there was a clip that I found over the weekend of our favorite senator from Louisiana, Mr. Kennedy, where he was going off in a setting about a judge mandate where the judge said you had to use pronouns in his courtroom this is a phenomenal piece of audio if you love mr kennedy stay tuned we'll play it for you on the other side so okay so we we got to get to that um and let me get to other news of the day as also by the way marvel is writing permission slips that you can print out for fans looking to skip school or work for its new releases brilliant Brilliant. Or or we could just take our kids to the movies at 7 o'clock, like most people used to do. Brilliant. If you're on the YouTube link, I'll I'll put it up here. I'll show it to you. Here's my little prop, because this is the permission slip. Dawn showing props now on YouTube. I'm showing a little prop for you. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHD. So all you have to do is print it out, and then I guess your boss would, Greg Stalker, I don't know if he would approve of this, but Marvel hits theaters, obviously today, Loki, uh, season two finale, and it starts streaming tonight on Disney Plus Marvel Studios. So they're writing fans these permission slips. Wow. Meant to give them a little backup if you want to sit amazing. back and mm-hmm. watch two releases that drop today. It's your excuse note. It's got the Marvel logo right at the top. Right? It's amazing. It's a formal, yeah. it's, cute. It's a, it's, a, it's a formal document. <laughs> I like that you printed it out, too, Don. I know. I planned ahead so I could have a prop for I, you know, or you or, any, or are you going to use this? <laughs> yeah, maybe I thought I'll give it to my kids. Right? It says for all time, always higher, further, faster. Love Marvel Studios. I thought that was pretty cute. Please excuse. Mm-hmm. Please excuse <laughs> Anthony Durenzo early from work or school. Speaking so of props, cute. you have any props for Thursday night football? I need a few. <laughs> Very good. I love it. Uh, also today, just a little Philadelphia tidbit for you that we're watching to see. Uh, Sherelle Parker is holding a 10 a.m. news conference today. So she's transitioning. We have another trans story. She's transitioning today, working with the current Kenny administration. So we'll learn a little bit more and get some insights into our 100th Philadelphia mayor-elect, Sherelle Parker. So she's beginning the transition into leading Philadelphia in as the 100th mayor. Hmm. This is Kellen Company, Big Three. All right, Don, thank you very much. We'll get to that Senator Ken, uh, Kennedy audio rant about pronouns in a courtroom coming up in just a couple of minutes. But right now, it's time for the Morning Mystery Movie Clip. And now, the Morning Mystery Movie Clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is not my enormous coat. I, of course... Lost the stylish one that fits me at the airport. <laughs> so, where's your son? I mean, don't you have a little daughter? She's not so little. I mean, she's not fat. She's she's 18. Hey, gosh, speaking of coats, isn't yours in danger? This? Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't when I bought it. <laughs> well, then, I guess you did your part, huh? Think you know what it is? Call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. And the prize today is a pair of tickets to see a very Philly Christmas at Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall, Saturday, December 2nd at 3 p.m. 
featuring Broadway singers and dancers, local choirs, and the no-name pops in brilliant new arrangements of your favorite holiday songs, plus lots of surprises and some essentially Philly fun. Caller 12-855-839-1210. Good luck. See if we get our winner on the other side. Kale & Company, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Just picture yourself sipping a beautiful glass of red wine, maybe a limoncello, from your hotel balcony as you savor the beautiful sunset beyond the Isle of Capri. That's right. The Amalfi Coast, Positano, Sorrento, Capri. Join me next spring as we discover the wonderful sights in southern Italy with my friends from Conservative Tours. We have the Abbey of Monte Cassino, Pompeii. We'll have plenty of time to see all the great sites, including the ancient ancient sites in Rome as well, all while enjoying a gastronomical event for 12 days of touring. Olive oil production, a mozzarella farm, the wineries. Yeah, can't wait for the tasting sessions. The group dining events they're known for are legendary. 5267. Yeah, 5267 includes nonstop airfare while supplies last. Just call toll-free 888-733-9494. Go to conservativetours.com. Scroll down. You see my picture, the itinerary. Yes, my husband, Larry Menti, Michael and David, our teenage sons, they're going too. It's our trip of a lifetime. If you have questions, just call toll-free 888-733-9494. Of course, we will go to Puglia, charming villages, unparalleled cuisine, which, by the way, is known as Italy's best-kept secret. Unspoiled, it's where the locals go to vacation. Authentically Italian. Conservativetours.com. Join me, won't you? Tell them Dawn sent you. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Still ahead this morning, who won Twitter and YouTube? What's on tap for the Dawn Show? And what's on the cut sheet part do? And also, speaking of the cut sheet, some great audio. You heard Dawn with the mandates of the pronouns from the Biden administration in her big three. Where do you hear Mr. Kennedy's thoughts from Louisiana on pronouns in the courtroom? We'll get to that coming up in just a moment. But first, we've got our morning mystery movie clip winner on the line. Cindy has it identified. Cindy, good morning. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? We are doing well. What was the movie we just played for you, dear? Home for the Holidays. Ah, yes, indeed. Home for the Holidays, indeed. That is correct. And you have got the prize, Cindy, as you got the tickets for Saturday, December 2nd at 3 p.m. So congratulations, and we appreciate you listening and playing. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. All right, there she is. Cindy nailed it right away. All right, this is great. I saw this. I don't know. This had to be Sunday, I don't know, before the Eagles-Cowboys game came on. And I'm like, oh, we got to play this. This is phenomenal. So uh, I believe the setting here is John Kennedy, Republican senator from Louisiana. And uh, the I believe it was some judge that he chose into here over the forced mandate of using pronouns in his court, which actually fits perfectly uh, with what Dawn just mentioned about the Biden administration and that mandate moving forward. So let's take a listen. I think this is about two, two and a half minutes long. Mr. Kennedy takes this individual to task for using pronouns. Mr. Chairman, I'm not going to repeat what my colleague Senator Cruz said about uh, Judge Kasabai, but uh, he's not qualified to be on the federal bench. 
and 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 everybody on this in, in this hearing today knows that. You heard the same testimony I heard. He's entitled to his beliefs. Look, about about ninety percent of my personal philosophy is don't don't hurt somebody unless you have to defend yourself. Don't steal other people's stuff and leave me alone. If if you want to use different pronouns, that is your business. I may not agree. I may not do it, but that's your business. This is America, and you're free to do that. But this judge used his authority to require litigants in his courtroom to do what he thinks is politically correct. And he did that as a magistrate judge. And he'll do it as a federal district judge, and you know it. Once again, I don't care what his political beliefs are. But he has no right as a sitting judge to direct in writing litigants in his courtroom to stand up and introduce themselves by saying, my name is John Kennedy. My preferred pronouns are. Now, the judge said in his testimony that was voluntary. That's not true. I've read the order. What, and, and he said, but it's voluntary. It's voluntary. Right. I'm a litigant in his courtroom paying a lawyer $400 an hour to try to get my case resolved. And the man on the bench who's going to decide my case tells me to stand up and announce my pronoun. That's not voluntary. That's oppressive. John Kennedy, senator from Louisiana. Could you imagine that? You go to a magistrate. Boy, my aunt used to be a magistrate. Um, I told you my uncle was a narcotics officer for 27 years, and, and his wife was a magistrate. Imagine going to a magistrate's office for a speeding violation or a low-level misdemeanor, and a magistrate who's got a- a- ambitions and aspirations to be on a federal bench is requiring you to use pronouns in her court. Can you imagine that? Like, I laugh at the whole concept, like, because nowadays, especially in a lot of, like, doctor's offices, if it's really up to date and um, they give you, like, you notice you no longer get, like, the uh, the packet of paper to fill out. They give you, like, a little tablet, like those little Microsoft surfaces. And then you've got, you put your name and your date of birth and your sexual orientation, your gender, and your, your then there's the preferred pronouns and all this other stuff. I can't imagine what that must feel like when a judge actually has... The audacity to say that 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 is required in my court. And Don, what was the the specific uh, context of the Biden administration? They're going to make that used for federal employees. Is I I've ever recall what you said. Yeah, and there's a there's actually a YouTube video. I'm looking. I'm uh, if we don't have time for this, I'll do it at, at, in the ten o'clock hour. I'll, I'm going to mail it. To, I'll mail it to you guys. Okay. This is wait. She's going to mail this it to is, us, so no, she can get us in right. five days. No, no, I mean, e- I meant email. <laughs> Sorry. This is, a, this is like a training video from yeah. you know where, and it's like, hello, I'm, I'm Dr. Admiral oh, Rachel Levine, and it's yeah. like a training video mm-hmm. telling you what you're required, but you could be fired. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. You could, you, so, and it also talks about that 
um, everybody, you use the restroom that is aligning with your gender ID. Mm-hmm. You see? Yep. So this is all going to lead to a whopper. Yep. In the, and this is just the beginning because it's just mm-hmm. the Biden administration rolling this out in one department. But now, you know, it's going to be the entire government. Oh, yeah. And and again, and, and again, like I'm, we're kind people. If we had somebody here who said they, sure. you know, if somebody says like he, fine, I'm going to be respectful. Yeah. Just like I put deodorant on in the morning and I brush my teeth because I'm a respectful person. I do it for others as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but to make this a requirement whereby you could be fired. I know. And, wow. You know, and I, like Kennedy said, you know, if you want to have uh, and identify with pronouns, that's your right. Go right ahead. That's what makes America great. I might disagree with it. But to your point, if, if we had somebody at this station, I'll make it real personal at this station. Let's say we had somebody that used their pronouns on this show. If there's a any type of setting where um, instead of me saying the word she and you prefer it to be he or he instead of him or whatever, I would. Although I would just probably in almost every circ- every situation, I would probably just call you by your name, uh, Bill, Betty. Like I, I don't see where I'm going to use pronouns in any sort of conversation. I mean, unless we're having a conversation and I'm like, boy, he's he's really lacking. He's, he's slacking today. Oh, oh no, it's not he. It's oh, oh my fault. Okay. Well, and but they okay. want to reprogram. You know how much reprogramming it would take for you to acknowledge that and use them in the right setting. I'm, I'm 39, and I still get the grammar jar going here. Well, to you, so you're, I have a, a friend, and and her son, um, their their son has some learning differences mm-hmm. in a public school, and there was somebody who a kid in grade school, cha- middle school, changed their gender identity. The kid just didn't mean to do anything, but um, to your point, there's a lot going on in school and the focus there, and so this poor kid accidentally just called somebody a he but now they identify as she and the kid just got confused yeah you know what i mean they're like a sixth grader and got in trouble yep that's the kind of thing we're so so the parent on what is saying you're kidding me right Right. and then these teachers (laughs) take joy in confusing everybody we've seen those videos on tiktok where they're they're like basking in the glory of confusing people and mind effing people because nobody can figure out what the heck this person is really going through or what he's trying so i got to be punished for your mental health breakdown that's that's what you're telling me okay yeah and even so and think about this nick as well think about you're the you're the teacher dealing with a couple years of learning loss it was just another report about Philadelphia schools and how kids are behind in reading and math, et cetera. So you have all of this load of work as a teacher, and you're trying to just really help kids. Now this is one more thing you as a teacher could get in trouble for, that you're not enforcing this in the classroom. Yep. Oh, my goodness. It's madness. It's insanity. All right, 936. It's Thursday morning. Let's get to what's on the cut sheet part due. What's on the cut sheet. I do. What's on the country part? New sponsored by Delaware Valley BMW Centers now through November 30th during the BMW Road Home Sales event. Receive a credit of up to $3,000 on select models like BMW X3 and the X5. For details, visit your local Delaware Valley BMW Center or go to BMWCenters.com. BMWCenters.com. Go there today. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they just announced that News Nation will be the next host for the next GOP primary debate. News Nation, not News, News Max. No, News Nation. Oh, boy. And it'll be on uh, December 6th. 
in partnership with the CW Network. So oh there'll be dozens of people that tune in for that. <laughs> Ratings bonanza. December 6th, it'll be at uh, the University of Alabama. Oh. In the Frank Moody Music Building in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. Um, Elizabeth Vargas from News Nation. Free, uh, Washington Free Beacon Editor-in-Chief Elena Johnson and Sirius XM host Megan Kelly okay. will be the three moderators. I thought when you said News Nation we were going to get Cuomo. <laughs> it's a good fit. That's the first thing I thought Yeah, of. it's an interesting... I never thought about it like that, but yeah, yeah no, we're not... No Cuomo. What okay. do we... What do we think about that? Uh, you think Trump will join? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be a no. Yeah. Big no. You don't I, know, I, I do get those, too, because they... News Nation, are they're, they're relatively new, right? Yeah. And they, they copy the colors of Newsmax. Mm. They do. So they're easy. I think they try to do that on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Newsmax is the conservative one. But News Nation, not so much. No, News Nation is more like um, CNN. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to go over. Uh, if you're uh, listening right now and you, you know, you can go over to YouTube, YouTube.com/slash at twelve ten WPHD. Because I want to play this video for people. There's audio as well. It's a news report. Dawn brought this up. I think in the six and the seven o'clock hour. Dawn about this manhunt that's underway in New Jersey for a January sixth yes. protester. Um. You have to see this video. Like they, it's like it's it's armed FBI agents in like tactical gear. It's amazing. Going what appears to be like a shed or something, trying yeah. to get this guy. Go over to YouTube if you want to see this video. You, it's just Don can fill you in more on 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 the details of the story. I just think this is happening in Middlesex County, yes. New Jersey, which is what. What's that kind of like Central Jersey? I know there's no Central Jersey. Well, remember they officially did make a, a middle Central Jersey. Yeah, remember I know. that? Yeah. The Murphy uh, Murphy did that. This is uh, this is courtesy of the NBC affiliate in New York here. Uh, uh, if you want to bring this up, we're really patrolling the whole property looking for the Look suspect. Look at this. Yet to tactical find gear. That, uh, suspect. And again, the FBI is asking. Breaking that into that a if shed. You know anything about the location of Gregory Yetman? Please call the FBI field office in Newark at nine seven three seven nine two. 3,000 and live in Middlesex County. Tom's Wire, Chapter 4. Adam, back to you. It's literally, he's up in a... Is it? He's up in a helicopter. Okay, now it's coming on my end. Yeah. He's up in a helicopter and you can't... Yeah, there's a huge delay. Yeah, there's German shepherds. And it's it's unbelievable. There's like six it, or seven guys in tactical gear. It's literally what they had for uh, Cavalcante. Cavalcante. Right. And this is now... So January sixth of twenty twenty one. This is almost. Uh, this is thirty three months later. I'm telling you, they're not going to leave any stone unturned. You talk about forty one thousand hours of raw footage, and we yeah. want to see it. Trust me, they, they've gone through it, and they're gonna. They're gonna le- legitimately look like they're hunting this guy down. He's on the FBI most wanted list for <laughs> for what for what he no. sprayed didn't he sp- pepper spraying somebody allegedly pepper spraying office Capitol police officers. Okay. And this guy's January sixth, twenty twenty one. And this guy has a military or police background as well. Yeah, correct? National Guard served yeah. twelve years, honorably discharged. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when any officer gets uh, on the receiving end of any sort of physical um, altercation like that with pepper spray or whatever. But this is even worse when it's coming from a guy who you would think would have respect for officers i'm gonna start the video over one more time uh guys in the back there if you want to play it again and go 
were really patrolling the whole property looking for the suspect. Yet to find there's that uh, suspect. One, two, and again, the FBI three, four, is asking that like if you know any of the seven location of FBI Gregory agents. Yetman, please call the FBI field in office. Tactical in gear, dogs, seven nine two three thousand. Yeah. Weapons drawn. Yeah, I mean they go right from tactical team armed there going in to search a shed in Middlesex County. Tom's wire over the scene in Chopper Four. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, basically right off the deck into the yard, and then the shed is in the back left corner of the yard by like a maybe a tomato garden or something. It's unbelievable. Um, I just don't. I don't understand. Now they put out a warrant for his arrest. Yeah. But they haven't had a shelter in place <clears throat> order or any threat to the community. So they're I mean, they're going after him like he's a major threat, but exactly. they didn't they didn't say anything to the community about it as far as, hey, be be vigilant, be aware, lock your doors, uh you know, they, they didn't put that out. They're like they did Cavalcante. I don't know. I, I'm you know nowadays I'm just always suspicious. So the FBI had questioned him. He had said he you know, didn't do anything violent or anything wrong that day, etc. And then friends are actually being interviewed saying, hey, he talked to the Bureau, voluntarily talked to them, was interviewed, hadn't heard anything from them. And, and then suddenly now there's a warrant out for his arrest and he's the most wanted man. <laughs> What's going on here? To me, I, to me, I think, and this is the skeptical me, I've got to say it, um, that, you know, Jack Smith, didn't prosecutor Jack Smith, I'm looking through here. I think Jack Smith just filed something this week, didn't he? Counsel, Counsel Jack Smith, one of the prosecutors, mm-hmm. they 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 just filed something this week, and and they want to make January sixth central to the case with Donald J. Trump. Of course, to me, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm horrible for being you know suspicious of this, but uh, why don't we? Uh, you know, we need some visuals. Right, what? we need, we need visuals because yeah. what does the media need? Ooh, we've got a chopper. We've got oh SWAT looking teams, yeah. and they're in all in their camouflage, and they're certain they got the big guns, and they're searching right. for an FBI most wanted. Yeah, Le- what a great prop and they a video like prop. Track, like they're trying to track down Saddam Hussein in, in, a, <laughs> in a little in a little rat hole in, in Tikrit. If New York Post has a thing on it because they just started this uh, yes like yesterday, but. They have a picture of the guy, and I'm laughing. I wish I could turn this around. He's in a Santa sweater mm-hmm. with like a little dinosaur <laughs> and, a, and a Santa hat. I don't know. I don't know what the guy is accused of really. Has he ever been accused of a violent crime? It's horrible if he pepper sprayed. If he injured any Capitol officer, I get it. Yeah. But why did it take all these years? Why now? Do, I, we know, just... do we know the date where he told his side of the story and how long it's been since... At... Because I would love to know what new evidence they believe that they have obtained that maybe goes against what he claims was his, you know, his version of the story. Or there's I and again there were there are some online sleuths. People have been looking through all the video. I'm not seeing any official, mm-hmm. and I can't pull up that warrant. They yeah. issued a warrant yesterday for his arrest. Well, this is where I think Mike Johnson has to come through on his word. He said he would release all 41,000 hours. Now, who who actually wants to sit down and sit through 41,000 hours of tape? God bless you. Uh, but there's a, there's people out there with an appetite for yeah. it, and they want to see it. And put it out there, you know, much like Wikipedia, just put it out there for public record. Yeah. I think there will be a whole lot of people who look through it, who do look through that video. Yep. We have a right. We paid for it. Let it be. But, yep. the, I mean, in this case, I'm just saying what the feds claim, 
They claim that this former member of the New Jersey National Guard allegedly tried to pepper spray the officers at Capitol Police on January 6, 2021. They ID him as 46-year-old Greg Yetman, and he was. You can see him there on the on the video apparently picking up a large canister of pepper spray and then pointing it toward officers. But I don't see where they actually where you see the reaction or the act. So this is all happening in real time. Okay. I'm just giving you what I have. Wow. Uh, let me get to this one last quote or this one last clip before we have to break. Um, Hillary Clinton was on The View yesterday. And um, <laughs> the clip that's going around is her saying that, you know, Hitler was duly elected to and talking about Donald Trump. That's not the clip I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is uh, um, uh, election denier Joy Behar. <laughs> <laughs> when she says this to Hillary Clinton, uh, this is cut four. This country has a lot of problems. Um, and the main one is named Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, I can't personally believe that this loser has so many people who still think that he could make a decent president. He's been criminally charged with 91 counts. I mean, he's practically got one foot in jail and another one on a banana peel, this guy. <laughs> and they still say, oh, we still like him. What do you make of that? Oh, I don't know, Joy. Didn't you just write a play about this? <laughs> you know. By the way, you know, Miss Mrs. Clinton did win the popular vote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I continue to believe that you won. I don't care what they say. I continue to believe right. that you won. I don't care what they say. Election Joy. denier Joy Behar. Lock Joy, her up. Joy Behar, not aware of the Electoral College <laughs> and the way things work, is the popular vote's basically irrelevant. Uh, but I didn't know it was possible to make the view any more unwatchable than it already is. But now we know how you do it. You plop Hillary down in seat six. <sighs> election denier Joy Behar. Yeah. It's, o- it's okay when you deny elections when you're on the left. <laughs> I continue to believe that yeah. you won. I don't care what they yes, say. That's right. There we that's go. Right. Joy Behar. I don't know. Bring her up on charges. Yeah, I think she's going to start an insurrection in- on set there. Where's the FBI? <laughs> Where's the FBI kicking in her door? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the feds with all their, their long guns pulled out for Joy Behar? <laughs> and she'd wee-wee her pants. Oh, I know. All right. Uh, we'll come back and wrap it up with who won Twitter and YouTube And, and YouTube. How about yes, that? Look at us. We're, 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 get, we're spreading the wealth. Yeah. yeah diversity on the program. Yeah. Uh, and we'll find out what Dawn has on tap. Stay there. We're back after this. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. You've heard me talk for years about Chapman windows, doors, and siding. I think the world of Mike and Mark Chapman and the Chapman family team, and I love what they've done in my home. New patio doors, uh, took out a wall of windows. The replacement there, it's so beautiful. It's stunning. I get so many compliments. And you know by now, if I needed windows, doors, or siding, I would only trust the Chapman team. So you may not think of Chapman right away for siding and sucker remediation. I would trust nobody else with this investment in your home if you're thinking of updating your current siding or removing your current stucco and replacing it with siding think chapman with the new updated siding choices available right now the curb appeal of your home is going to pop and if you currently have stucco updating it with those beautiful james hardy uh, planks or the vinyl siding think james hardy siding it's going to add the value to your home and if you're looking to sell yeah you can bet the buyers are going to value that updated new siding So now would be a great time to get ahead of the ball. Plan your siding project for 2024. I'm in the midst of this right now. The certified Chapman installers 
are the professionals you want on the job, the ones I trust. If you are somebody you know, maybe they're looking for windows, doors, siding, shutters, or that hardware, just uh, give them a call or a text, 610-431-8898. They're listening right now, so that's why I say you can text them, you can call, or just visit them online, chapmanwindowsdoors.com. ChapmanWindowsDoors.com. Tell them Dolan sent you. Killing Company, winding things down here on this Thursday morning. As we head until 10 o'clock this morning, we'll find out who won Twitter and YouTube today. Coming up in just a few moments. But first, seven minutes out, we find out what Dawn has lined up for the top of the hour. So, so yeah, I, we are. We have to get to the latest on this manhunt, the FBI, the January 6th convention, or the January 6th in, uh, you know, situation with that search for a most wanted FBI man. And then the connection to the Jack Smith prosecution or persecution of Trump. And uh, we'll let you decide on that one. Coming up at 10.05, Jimmy Fela of Fox wow. Across America. Nice. And he's always on the Gutfeld show. We love him. We do. We Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, of course, on PHT. So he rocks it. So he's going to check in with us. Can't wait for Jimmy. And I'm always, you know, we're all honored when, when he comes on and makes yeah. the time for us because the guy's a workaholic. Yeah, and he's in demand. <laughs> so true. And then uh, 10.30, Lieutenant Aston Bright is going to check in live from Gaza uh, with the very latest on the crisis in the Middle East. And so we'll talk to him. 11 o'clock in, the, in that hour, Julie Balky once again joining us, talking about job and employment trends. We're talking a lot about the economy, consumers. It's really important. So we've got all of that. And your favorite, the favorite hits from Dr. Rachel Levine, right here from Pennsylvania to the White House, and how she's helping formulate government policy and what you must do with the pronouns, all of it coming up. All right, sounds good. As we get to uh, the final uh, episode, well, the final element of today's show, I should say, is sometimes it is an episode. It is uh, Who Won Twitter and YouTube Today. Who Won Twitter? Do you feel like a... uh, uh a monkey at a zoo. I do. With everybody kind of coming in and looking at Why you. Why are they looking? I'm going to pull the shades down it's, next this time. Is, we need shades and it's always everybody goes. <laughs> and this is where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. These are the people that put on the product that we sell. <laughs> Who on Twitter today? Yes. Uh, Hassan bin Sober wins Twitter. He says, Nick, my daughter teaches English as a second language and said her students get very confused with these pronouns. They don't understand how a single person can use a plural pronoun. That's very good true. Point. Can you Very imagine? good point. Yes, indeed. Yep. All right. Let's do this. Who won? YouTube. Uh, who won YouTube is, I'm going to give it to Cycle Bill. Cycle Bill says, should they put litter boxes in restrooms for those identifying as cats? Wow. I mean. I mean, why not? We're identifying as females, so they yeah. put tampon dispensers in. Oh, yeah. Geez. In, uh, I mean, if I identify as a dog, can I go out and lift my leg on a fire hydrant? I mean, you could. I guess you can. Yeah. Right? That's my yeah. defense if anybody tries to arrest me for disorderly True. conduct or Might public get urination. Oh, that's my hydrant. Exactly that's my right. hydrant, buddy. So there we go. That's uh, who on the social media's of our choosing. Okay, today. there you go. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. Everybody have a great rest of your Thursday, and we will see you tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. As Kareen Jean-Pierre would say, I'll see you tomorrow. Come talk to me. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.